An ugly Christmas sweater possessed by the spirit of a Satan-worshipping serial killer, Bible camp, dicks, and Christmas. We're watching Ugly Christmas Sweater. We're watching it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. Welcome, Moon Goons! Welcome to a very special episode of the Horrible Horror Podcast. The podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Mr. Marshall Hampton. Uh, joining me today, I have two very special guests. But uh, unfortunately, Aaron, co-host Aaron that you know, could not be here. But he says hi. He's sorry he couldn't be here. But to make up for that, like I said, I got two very special guests returning to the show for, I guess, technically the third time, but we'll call it the second time as an actual episode. Our friend of the show, Mr. Superman himself, Mr. St. Louis model, Greek god Adonis, actor, everything, Superman, whatever, Mr. Kevin Caliber, Big Kev 50 Cow is back on the show, so I'm happy to have him here. Um, Kevin, say hello. What's up, guys? <laughs> I appreciate that weak-ass introduction you yeah, just gave. So I know. I, you know? I mean, if you could just go ahead and give me a nickname next time, I'd be appreciative. <laughs> yeah, great, great. Great to be back, man. Always love talking shop with everybody. All right. And w- he brought our next special guest with us. Not only is this uh, a friend of his, which we're going to get into the, how they met in a minute, but he is the director and writer of the movie we are about to watch together, Mr. Aaron Mento. Uh, first time on the show, so thank you very much for coming and joining us. This is awesome to have you on for a watch along of your own movie. This is gonna be really fun and kind of cool. So thank you for coming. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Great timing with the holidays. It's it's gonna be fun, man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Well, like so we every year we do like a whole month of Christmas horror movies, and uh, we just get able to you know got back in touch with Kevin and be able to get this worked out. He's like, this is really cool. So yeah, we're gonna work just get this in this year, and I'm really excited about it. Um, like that, if you guys didn't, for some reason, didn't hear, listen to the intro, uh, we are doing, we are going to watch Ugly Sweater Party, Aaron's movie. Uh, I believe this came out in 2018, I believe, two years ago, uh, if I am correct about that. Um, yep. You can, I believe it's available on Amazon. Uh, that's where I got it. I know a while ago I had issues finding it, but it should, some say it's still there. Maybe it just depends on what part of the country you're in. I have no idea. But it should be on Amazon for you to watch and, and should buy. Um it's just a fun, insane, just insanely weird and fun uh, Christmas romp of a fucking weird ass film. But it's 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 a ride. I'll say that. <laughs> it's a ride. Um, but, that is uh, a very accurate description. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna change the IMDb uh, logline to that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, before we actually get to the movie, though, Moon Goons, I let's I like I um, Kevin and Aaron. Not only did they work together on this film, but they were—they're actually like f- like friends outside. So they, they met like, um, which is kind of cool, and they continued to actually you know hang out. All, it's not like a, we just worked together one time and we're done. But you, so you were telling before we start, Kevin, you're gonna, you're actually telling the story of 
you guys met at like a convention sometime years ago or somewhere. So run us through that. Right? Just how does how did this how do you guys go from meeting to working on this movie together? And then before we get to the movie, yeah, we'll we, talk we about the shop. We met that. at uh, one of the horror conventions out here in LA at uh, Monster Palooza. And the, the horror community is just such a cool, fun little community, as you know. And I actually met uh, met Aaron through Charles Chutabala, who is the, the star of Ugly Sweater Party. And we met that night, and everybody just got along really well. And Aaron was talking about this idea that he had for a movie. So a couple of days later, we all had a happy hour. And pretty much everybody that was at that happy hour is in the movie. Uh, Aaron, you can just kind of see the gears moving in his head of a uh, you, you kind of see him placing it together like um, I, I I was put together with uh, Miss uh, Miss Bernadette and uh, even with that he goes I, I see you two together and then we you just kind of pieced it together there and then we obviously we shot a film together and as it went on doing pickup shots I was involved in a lot more than just just the scenes that I was in you know Aaron me and Aaron just immediately got along really great we realized we're like the same age we have all the same influence of movies all the you know most of the same favorites and all that we were we were realizing that we were probably 2000 miles apart you know in a, in our basements watching the same <laughs> movies on HBO and we just started talking about like tales from the crypt and everything else of all these weird 80s and 90s stuff that nobody else remembers but we so we just really bonded over that and uh, yeah it just became a friendship and that was shoot four four or five years ago now and then yeah we just kind of kept kept going with it so nice. it's something that uh you know obviously since then we've even uh, shot another film together that'll be out you know hopefully sooner rather than later in uh 16 bits which is another one of uh yes. aaron's creations ah, and, so okay all right i didn't really yeah i remember i could say that i knew about that but i didn't know that was your you were involved with that aaron as well i did not know but i've been well keeping tabs on and following the the uh, I I keep forgetting that it's called 16 bit. I keep thinking it's just called um, wax wax. Just wax waste. I just think it's just that's the name of it. But um, yeah, I'm so excited to see that when it finally comes out. We've been uh, been really excited following that like the posts on that on like Facebook and the Instagrams and stuff. So really excited for it's, that one. Uh, it's it's really fun. Kevin gives a, a killer performance in it, and uh, we're just uh, we're just doing special effects stuff right now, and it's uh, it's looking great. So that's I'm excited cool. for it. Before, okay, before we push play on this, um, give us. Can, is there any backstory like we should know about Ugly Sweater for? Like, how did you, how the idea come about for this? Where the process that you went through to get to make it? Um, I mean, we'll talk about some more of the technical stuff during the movie, I'm sure. But like, just lead us up to like the process to where you actually were able to what the idea is forming and how you got to get it done. Yeah, sure. Uh, I think it came initially because. I do a lot of like thrift store shopping, like for shoots and stuff. And I always find weird stuff in thrift stores. And I always kind of wonder what the story of the object was before it came to the thrift store. And then I was thinking it'd be interesting to do a movie about, you know, following an article of clothing and seeing, you know, where did this come from? It's cursed or something. And then I just thought I saw like an ugly sweater or something one day at the thrift store. And I was like, oh, it's like ugly sweaters are like things that people buy. And they have no idea where they came from. They're all like secondhand, you know? So I thought it would be really interesting to find the story of the sweater that you wore to like 
this party like possessing you because you don't know its history. That's really uh, cool. And obviously now I've seen the movie that makes complete sense. So basically it's kind of like a demented weird ass version of like what the sister of the traveling pants, maybe is that kind of weird ass thing? I don't know. <laughs> I, have, I have exactly not seen that. It, it may be accurate. I'm not sure. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I've never seen it either. I'm just assuming that's what it is. I think some, about, they, some girls that pass around a bunch of jeans or something. I don't know. But, uh, but that's great. Like the thrift store idea is wonderful. Cause yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, every I think everybody does that. I know I've been there. Like, where do these clothes come from? <laughs> what is the story behind these things? That's really cool. Um, but let's we'll get into uh, some more technical stuff about the movie as we as we watch it. So, if you guys are listening at home, if you are joining us now, or well, you've already been joining us because this isn't live. Um, but if you're gonna watch along with us, I'll tell you we are queued up right now at the nine slash ten second mark of the movie. Uh, right after the ocular migraine logo passes, we're at a black screen. And we're gonna push, and we're gonna do a three, two, one countdown. We're gonna push play, and we're going, and we're just gonna see how this goes. So, if you want to join us, now's the time. So, three, two, one, and play. All right, I'm rolling, and we're off. All and right, we're off, and I got my oh, my uno- my official unofficial beer of the show. It was like <laughs> is with me tonight. Okay. <laughs> Oh, opening shot. Oh, swastika. yes. How about that? Yeah, yeah I was surprised uh, to see yeah. that right yeah, there. Right? That's, a, that's a bold image to open, yeah. with, open with. A swastika and yeah, a pentagram. A little, uh, yeah, a little reference to, to Elves, uh, another Christmas horror movie yes! that I like Is that what that is from? That it, is that really a reference I, to that? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, we, we got the swastika. We got a little connection to Elves there. That's yeah. incredible because last we did that last year as one of our Christmas movies. It was Elves. And we just, that movie was insane. We ended up loving yeah. <laughs> it. Just that was so crazy. And I wish Aaron, uh, Aaron, I'm gonna make Aaron watch this later. Or not, but right seeing uh, Brad Potts right away. It's like this was awesome because again, we became a fan of his. Um, uh, I've had my TV's on mute, guys. Sorry, you can't hear. Um, for you listening, trying to watch along at home. There you go. Uh, but Brad Potts, um, we were a fan of his because he we saw a movie called. Um, a zombie decadence, aka zombies versus strippers, where he played Red Wings in that, and we loved him in that. He was just a great, incredible character in the role. And seeing him again, it was just brought a little smile to my my face to see him. Yeah, yeah Brad was so awesome. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he so he showed up, and so I wrote the script uh, for every actor. So every actor in the movie, I wrote the script for them specifically. So with Brad Potts, I kind of left it kind of vanilla because he was like, I'm going to come up with some stuff to add to this. And I was like, cool, I want you to. So he added a whole bunch of uh, crazy foul language. Some I still don't understand. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> um, so when, so he, how early in the process then did you get him like signed on or agreed to do the movie? If he was, I think if it wasn't even written. Or did uh, it, it was it was pretty early. I think I mean it didn't take me too long to write. My my process for this was different than other scripts I've written because I basically just met people and was like, okay, well this person's gonna be at the party. Okay, well this person's gonna be the detective. Okay, well this person's gonna be that. You know, and then it just kind of came together pretty quickly when I was writing it. So. I love that mud bomber is one of the best lines. Is that his or is that yours? Oh, that's his. That's his. That is totally his. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of many takes. So I put, I, I, I picked that one for you, but that is his for sure. No, that is one of the best. There's a few really 
great lines here that made me laugh at that. And th- that swollen mud bomber is one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Brad, it was yeah, hard I, to not I had I, I had up. worked with Brad on a on another project before, and then Aaron was kind of gave me the idea, or he he was looking looking for another person, and I. I was like, dude, I, I just worked with this guy. He's super intense. Like he's so, like he's badass. Like you, I think he's perfect. And then, they, you know, recommended him and they ended up meeting. And I was happy that he ended up being in it because it was uh, definitely did not disappoint. No, he's awesome in this one. Yeah. He's so much, he's so much fun to watch because again, that intensity that he brings. Yep. And uh, we got uh, Sean Whalen here as Declan Rains, who's He's a good friend of mine now, probably both of ours, Kevin and ours. Uh, but this is the first time working with him for me. But he was uh, he was great. He's such a good actor. Yeah, he's another face that I, I mean, like. I wouldn't know the name off the right off the top of my head, but like he's a guy who I know I've seen before in like oh yeah other yeah. Like he's, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just. <laughs> The first of many If you're not watching, uh, Brad Posh just grabs uh, uh, Deacon Deckins' um, junk and just squeezes the ever-living hell out of it while screaming in his face about Jesus Christ. And, it's... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's Reed Schmidt right there. He's a very funny actor. Um, he looks seriously uncomfortable to be around brad like (laughs) which i believe was acting but uh he did a really good job oh so god damn this (laughs) (laughs) bludgeoning the guys going full negan on this guy's head with the bat (laughs) and the pure joy of like pure jubilance he has on his face after he's so happy with himself after doing it yeah <laughs> and that uh that part where brad slapped his face that's actually just brad getting into character but i liked it so much so i just left it in there yeah. thinking, i was about to check that one because i like how he's like psyching himself up for the, this horrendous something <laughs> yeah, about to do he's yeah. like all right here we go <laughs> <laughs> all right so they kill if you again if you're not watching they just basically kill the uh devil worshiping serial killer they had tied up and they just murdered well, he ra- him. He wrapped him like a present. Yes. And then batches him. And now his blood is being absorbed and soaked into the ugly sweater he was wearing, which is pretty cool idea. Again, I can't it's, it's kind of a neat way to uh I guess explain what logo. happens. It's really cool. Yeah, I like the logo a lot. ROM 30 effects. Those guys are great. Richard Cabrera. Ten years later, we're jumping. <laughs> the ten years later toilet. <laughs> That's right, the ten years later toilet. And whose toilet is that, Kevin? That is that, that is where I sat. The throne that I sat on every for a year. <laughs> now, of course, that guy just had an homage to uh, a reference to uh, Felicia Rose's um, sleepaway camp. He's got "Oh, I'm a Happy yep. Camper" tattooed on his foot. Um, so. People from fans of that should yep. definitely well, recognize yeah. that. Yeah, yeah what, lots what of Sleepaway Hunter, Camp Hunter's references. Favorite favorite film is what uh, Sleepaway Camp. Sleepaway two, Camp Two. Yeah, Sleepaway Camp Two is his favorite movie of all time. Yep. <laughs> so we got the tattoo for it. 
Wait, yeah, is that a real that, tattoo? That, that, that painting on the wall. Yeah, it's real. Oh, that's, that's just a real, real tattoo. Oh, I thought you just put it on there. And said, <laughs> and you know what was fake? We spray painted. That's a real. No, that's wow. That's he's for real. He's for real, man. Yeah, this is Tiffany Fest and Charles Trudebala. Guys going to town with those dance moves, but uh, Dang, I gotta say, he is so he is so limber, and he surprises <laughs> me every time because he is literally the sweetest person that you will ever meet. <laughs> and so whenever you see him, he's just one of these actors that's just, he just goes for it, which is like, I'm not even confident enough to, to even <laughs> attempt it. Like if you would have told me to do this, I would have looked so awkward, and, and, but he just, he, he goes for it. And, and Charles is one of those guys that I'd probably put him in just about anything. We gave him a real nice part in 16 bits. I, uh, I put him in uh, my series job guys. He was the one that uh, one of the dudes that we uh, beat up in the backyard. And he, <laughs> all of a sudden he's just starts start showing, you know, he's just so unassuming, but in this, I mean, just seeing what he's doing in those. That's gotta be an awkward <laughs> shot for the girl. Like just, there's some, you know, in your face. Well, Tiffany's great. She's, she's such a good sport. And she was just <laughs> laughing her ass off the whole time. And, uh, when I was talking to her about this scene of, you know, probably weeks before we shot it, I said, it's like kind of like an 80s music video. Like you're like oh, a yeah. video girl. And sense. she was kind of like, oh, like, you know, like, like, give me some examples. So I sent her some like Cherry 80s, some like something? 80s kiss, some kiss videos. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, let's push the X in sex like that video. <laughs> and like, yeah, like she had warrants, cherry pie. So yeah, she was, she, she had a blast. Now, for, I will say for those of you who, before I pass it, but again, if you ever watch this, be prepared for, um, some real um, shaft, if you will. You get an actual <laughs> real pube shaving and, and shaft shot, which again, that guy, I gotta give the guy credit for, uh, you know, being comfortable with himself to do that on camera. Here's my shaft. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hunter was down. It was kind of like, I mean, I basically kind of like talked to these guys and saw how far they were willing to go. And that's where I took it <laughs> basically before I wrote the screenplay. And uh, they're both, these two are both really good friends. They work together a lot, and they're 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 real like kind of best friends. Okay. Yeah. Because they do kind of have a good back and forth between them, so that would explain it then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if you look, um, this that was actually my bathroom, and that was not a trick photography. Whenever they slide to see if the two toilets are next to each other with nothing but a pocket door, because that was actually what was in my bathroom and we did the table read at my house and Aaron saw it and he's like, do you think we could use this? I was like, Absolutely. We could use this. Yeah. Yeah. It's so I love great. the way yeah, Charles said like that. What, what, what do you say? He's like, uh, like I told you to knock before you open up the partition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. So, and this is my uh, car, my blue Saturn, which died at the very end of the shoot. So oh, it's just at least you got like made it through the tribute. shoot, though. So at least you got it made. It through. Oh man, it was it almost didn't it almost didn't make it, but it made it. So two, two questions Thank for you. Um, one, were you guys? I don't know. I mean, obviously it's released, but were you filming around Christmas time out in California? Because I mean, us Midwest folk, well, Kevin knows now, but like, is this what December? in chris in la is actually like or california right now this time of year uh it, it is what it's like but th we didn't shoot it in december now but yeah it looks just like this really i mean um, there's really no change just a little cloudy okay my other shot was what did you use did you have an actual crane or was it a drone to get that overhead shot of the car driving from the like the bird yeah, we, yeah we had a we had a drone yeah jason ortiz our drone operator he also uh 
was the AD, and he had. You can see him in the background. Some shots. Uh, really, really solid. Yeah, he was, a, he was on my volleyball team. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was one of the volleyball players. Yes. And now we have yeah, Emily Dom. It was uh, that that smaller crew, so everybody was used. I mean, there's yeah. all our the the makeup effects guy. He's in it. Aaron's got his own appearances in it. So literally everybody was used in this film. I do like the reformed, yeah. the reformed quote unquote sluts being baptized. But <laughs> I will say, explain to me this. I don't like. Were they just baptized with blood? And that nobody that nobody reacts uh, to because I mean it's supposed to be water, but like nobody reacts to this uh, blood thrown on them. It's supposed to just be like a really scummy creek. Like okay. it's supposed to be holy, holy water, but like the water is just. And you also find out later that the chef took a dump up there, so okay. it's probably a little bit of of what he put in there. Okay, now it makes sense. I, I was like, uh, wouldn't they notice that? Or but okay, got it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we have Father yeah. Bottom uh, baptizing the two reformed whore twins and now we have i believe it's hannah or hannah the kind of goth chick who has the visions the witch the, not the witch, witch not yeah. witch <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's laura jean yeah she does a really good job in this she she like i like uh she basically kind of grounds the movie because she's kind of playing it like for real and, yeah like with the stakes and everything And on this on the soundtrack here, this is my buddy Honore. Uh, he's got uh, a Christmas album full of really, really fun like R and B Christmas stuff. And I'm working with him on another project now. Really fun soundtrack on this movie. Yeah, the uh, the ugly sweater party song that we heard at the beginning. I believe we hear it at the end as well. You you wrote that one, right, Aaron? Yeah, I wrote the lyrics to it, and then Mo Blunt's. Uh, you know, sang and like orchestrated it. It's so catchy. It really is. It's oh, so catchy. Song. Yeah, Marshall, you got to add that in at the beginning or something <laughs> at the intro. Just just play that song in its entirety. It'll get stuck <laughs> in your head. I'll see what I can do about that in post. I'll, let me write a note and say, write that down. Uh, credit song. Yeah, it was so it was it was a little hairy getting a lot of these like uh, driving shots because our DP Paul Stephen Edwards, really great guy, um, you know, he just like mounted the camera on my car with like blankets and rope. <laughs> and, like, it was like it was like, we were like I hope it hangs in there and like you know so we we got it but it was blankets you know and we, rope. We were, is yeah you should hilarious. did you get a picture of that because there's a i think there's an instagram or something it's called like shitty rigs I think yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> paul may have it he may have a yeah he may have a a picture of that we should look That's at that hilarious it was it was solid though it didn't it didn't fall off i was nervous but it was good oh my god i thought I was gonna, oh it's probably just like a gopro with a gopro mount or something like that but no blankets <laughs> and rope <laughs> Yep. It's like some, yeah, just stop bind it with some twine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and here comes and homeless, then, uh, Brad, homeless dude, Brad. Brad. <laughs> dude, before like, this scene, okay, so like you can't see it, but off to the right, there's like a neighborhood, like a like a nice neighborhood, even though this is kind of like a weird, scummy kind of a dirt path. 
and Brad started rolling around in the dirt to get <laughs> extra dirty. He already had makeup on, by the way, but he was like, I want to be dirty. And so he rolled her. And I think people thought he was a real, like, angry homeless person. <laughs> they were kind of like looking at him, like, what is this guy doing around our property? <laughs> so where was well, this? Well, Brad's so was intense, this? too. Go I can't ahead, even remember where this I can't remember where this was. This this was just some weird uh someone was like, I know where there's a dirt trail. Okay. <laughs> and we all just went there. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember where it was. Yeah, Brad Brad's awesome because he's like a military vet, so he's got that that side of him. And I think that's what really comes out in this film is just the intensity of uh you know, he may as well be a drone instructor, but he's also like a champion, like power lifter. So he's literally the strongest son of a bitch you'll ever meet. So it's just this <laughs> this combination of of the look, the attitude, and he has the swagger that he carries with it as well. That just makes him so damn intense, which would make the, this scene so good because uh, he's just so so beyond scary without even trying to be. Yeah, uh, I didn't know he yeah, was an ex power lifter. That's crazy. That's cool. Guys- yeah, he had like a hip replacement a couple of years ago. Then he posted a video of one of those like workout videos i'm squatting like 600 pounds like right after getting his hip replaced i'm like what are you doing damn that's 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 not human that's like (laughs) right like who does that (laughs) i got my hip replaced back let me squat 600 pounds right now jesus yeah just unreal (laughs) i love this all right so uh again for you guys um so our two main guys uh this found uh brad potts on the side of the road basically with the ugly sweater chained to his like duffel bag and they're going to, they're trying to take it from him, but Brad didn't want to give it up. So, uh, Oh God, it's not, I, I'm sorry. I'm trying blank on the character's name. Basically bludges them with a rock and they steal it. Yeah. 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 Little tiny 105 pound Charles just completely <laughs> smashed in power lifting champion. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so funny too. I just remember, uh, I mean, it's such a ridiculous sequence, right? Because it's like these, like these two guys are really gonna like steal a, a sweater off a homeless guy and wear it somewhere. You know what I mean? But like they kind of they make it work because it just like Hunter's just like I could got this. No, it's just like he's so, he's so spacey that like you believe that like he would try that. You know what I mean? What are you trying to give him like three dollars for? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <it's> three bucks. <laughs> <laughs> But who supplied the uh, wardrobe for uh, was it Hunter here? I guess. Oh, Hunter's jumps. Hunter, yeah, yeah. Well, we went to um, went to a few thrift stores for so for all the most of the ugly sweaters were a thrift store was having a sale, thankfully, and I got most of them for very cheap. And then Hunter got that we found this weird pink jumpsuit, and I was like, "Of course you're gonna wear that for the whole movie." And he was like, "Yeah." And then the rest of the costumes Richard Calderon did, so like Brad Potts and. Um, you know, um, a lot of the ac- a lot of the accents on the outfits are done by Richard to kind of bring them to life better. Gotcha. And for those yeah, watching, we're about to see with the ugly sweater. This is uh, Dick number two <laughs> in the movie, basically not actor yes, Dick, but yes. uh, <laughs> there should be uh, there should be like a counter on the bottom one of the bottom corners, like just the Dick tally of of, of uh, in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, Charles uh, just drew like this crazy monster with a giant schlong ejaculating on his under shirt but he's also sweating so yeah he, he i'm sorry he's sweating yeah. sweater. that's right 
And this is actually Charles's old place that we're coming to right here. He doesn't live there anymore either. Yeah, this is where he's there. And the flashbacks of what a serial killer did, um, where he massacred a family basically on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that was that a was gnarly the, little yeah. effect there. Yeah, yeah, it looked good. Yeah, Brad coming back to life here. <laughs> yeah, this, this poor guy. That's like his great made his life mission to protect this thing, and now his head smashed in. And just being out in the sun too just makes it that much worse. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I love these. He's so he's following the bows that fell off the car. Yeah, it's a great. Uh, it's the bro, car's got like bows right, all over. Right, crumb trail. It's just like little bow, Christmas bows. <laughs> Beautiful scenic shot right there. Yeah, these are all, uh, these aren't stock footage either. These are all drone operated by Jason Ortiz in the real location. This location was great. It was a campsite up in Idlewild, California. So a couple hours outside. That was LA. my next question was, where the uh, camp was. Cool. was. Yeah. yeah, we actually, yeah, yeah they, they had control of the entire camp for mo most part of a week. So it was cool. It was actually like a camping thing. We're all out there. Uh, no, there's no electricity in most of the cabins, so we're just in sleeping bags, sleeping on these cabin floors. It was, it was a good time. Yeah, it was like going to summer camp. It was fun. Now, I got to ask, I guess, is that some... It could double, if you look closely on the back of the ugly sweater there, either a candy cane or an upside-down cock and balls. Uh, could be either one on the back of that. <laughs> With this movie, I'm I not think it might be sure. a candy cane, but you, but might as hey, maybe it is a cock and balls. Like you know, said, like, go ahead movie, and add I that say, to the dick tally. Yeah, count yeah. It. yeah, count it. Okay, you found the Easter egg. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, you did. Uh, you did all the. Did you do all the editing, or was it yeah. mostly the effects? Because almost every shot has its own unique look to it, and. It's it's really is uh, amazing how many different just every fade and everything that you did. I mean, there's so many layers on it. Yeah, thanks. I yeah, so I edited it, and then uh, Paul Paul Stephen Edwards did the coloring. So our whole goal was to make it look like an ugly sweater to like keep changing the style and the color. And oh make... God! Yeah. Oh, thank you. Because I was gonna ask about that later, but you already answered like, <laughs> because there's so many like weird editing and like filtering <laughs> cultures like is like what is happening I mean, it just adds to the craziness but you're now i get it that's kind of all right cool <laughs> and then we have marv uh Blavelt. he just walked up so that shot of his ass is supposed to be my my homage to texas chainsaw massacre with the girl walking towards the house with the short shorts oh, now we have okay. now we have marv's ass instead yeah, I'm sorry, I, but it was I, better I, in Texas I, Chainsaw honest, then. Yeah, I'd much rather watch that one again than that ass chat. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a big guy too, man. He's got some thick old arms there, some big guns too. Jesus. Yeah, he's big. Yeah, he's definitely a big guy. <laughs> Tiny little red cowboy hat. And again, we're going count to Dick. Dick number what? Four now, I guess. Because um, his shirt, his reindeer, is basically just a giant dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is, it is for sure. <laughs> I'm glad you saw that. <laughs> How do you, it's hard not to see that. 
Yeah, some people are big. See it. <laughs> some people are pretty high when they watch this. They don't catch I, everything. I, so. I, I, can, I can believe that. Oh, I can believe that. This one here. <laughs> That's sad though. The little girl. <laughs> and there's and then here's Felicia. Felicia. Yep, she's uh, Mrs. Mandix. Oh, she's always so good and everything. So, so much fun so just to funny. be around. And yeah, just so, just such an outgoing person. So how are you, um, now that we were introduced to her, what was, um, how were you able to get her attached to the project? How did you know, did you know her beforehand? Was it just something you reached out to like her or her agent or how did she get, uh, get involved? Well, I was a huge fan of hers, uh, but Hunter had actually worked with her on his movie to Jennifer. And so he mentioned, you know, who would be really good is, Alyssa Rose and I was like that would be incredible and this is before I wrote it but he just knew what the character was and then we uh he organized the meeting we all met like at like an El Torito or something and we just had like a blast we just like talked for hours and uh she was in it was great that's awesome yeah Felissa and Marv were good friends that went way back too I know that they, they've been friends for many years from the convention circuit <laughs> and everything else Come together with Jesus, man. Jesus. <laughs> so all the Christmas decorations, like all the snowflakes, were there was some like were you able to um, you just track those down over time, or just snowflakes? Did you have to, like make those any of these yourself? <laughs> uh, Richard Calderon, he actually he does our effects and our production design. He has a lot of Christmas stuff because he's done a lot of shows, a lot of Christmas shows, and some Hallmark stuff. So he, he's he's collected them over the years. Okay. Um, again, for uh, we didn't get comment on, but uh, if you're watching along, uh, you kind of notice when Charles he kind of pulls his the sleeve of the the his ugly sweater back, and we see like his skin's all like bubbly and having some kind of really horrible reaction to the sweater, like it's spreading or something's going on. People are just listening. They're probably yeah, wondering I know, what the hell we're watching. Right <laughs> yeah, we never sit on any shot too much. I think we're cross-cutting four different four different shots right now. Yep. I like it. All the layers adding on top of each other. <laughs> That's right. And right. so the uh, the spirit of sleepaway camp is definitely all over this movie. Um, Obviously, having Felissa back at camp was so much fun. But um, yeah, I think I think this would pair really well with the original Sleepaway Camp as like a double feature. <laughs> yeah, kind of like a yeah, winter summer opposites type thing there. Yeah. I do like the fact that uh, the, the girls like have no idea who they are eventually. We've stuck with a lot of dudes. Who are you? And it's funny too, because they both uh, designed a lot of their sweaters. And like, you can tell like their sweaters are like better made than all the dudes. Like, all the guys <laughs> put like a big dick on their thing and they're like, they got like, the buttons around it. And like, they're trying to make it look like, like something they'd actually want to wear, you know, to a party. Yeah. So uh, they put more effort into theirs for sure. 
Yeah, we did a big uh, sweater designing party at the uh, at the dance studio. Laura, Laura Jean, who who, uh, who plays the witch in this, she she's uh, she had a dance studio. So we did a day where Aaron brought a big trash bag full of uh, full of thrift store sweaters, <laughs> and then we had the decor, and we're all just sitting there uh, having a blast doing that. So it was a lot yeah, of we had fun. like a pe- good pizza bond. party, yeah, pizza party, and yeah, it was good. I was going to ask about if they people if they designed their own sweaters or if it was a costume somebody who designed them all for them. So then did that did Marv then design his own reindeer dick face on his sweater? Was that his idea? <laughs> I think he collaborated with Hunter on that, maybe. I think Hunter was working on that one. Yeah. And then uh Richard did the main sweater, the our yellow nasty demon ugly sweater. So he he made that thing look all ratty and aged and like it's been through hell. Oh, I did great starting did good trying to uh accomplish that. That thing is disgusting. <laughs> It's yes. yeah. and we, only, we only had one of them too so <laughs> it was like covered in nasty gore and charles had to stick it back on his body <laughs> oh. yeah. it's pretty gross i love that bit about the phone bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah and this is his like going nuts shot i love this Good freeze frame right there on those eyes. <laughs> yeah. The final straw is, do you want to get baptized? That's the thing that breaks down. It's the last thing these guys want to do, <laughs> is get baptized. <laughs> now, what kind of filter... Right, we've seen this before, kind of like POV shots, like yeah. demons or monsters. What is that technique or filter that you're actually using there? What's that called? So that was a drone, but then um, our visual effects expert richard cabrera he was able to warp the sides of it i don't know it was some sort of like a weird fisheye kind of effect that he put on it but then he colored it too so it almost gives it like almost like an evil dead kind of yeah it's a really cool look. that's why i like it it's so cool uh very uh, very unique or not unique, but it's very cool looking shot i like it now sean yeah. whalen's kind of ghost whatever you want to call him is uh kind of has that frighteners look from the yeah. from the 90s film was he did he obviously he wasn't out there on the location because i didn't see him but did, was that something you guys just did on a green screen then did an overlay or how'd that work yeah yeah pretty much all of sean whalen's stuff outside of the opening uh baseball back kill was all green screen so uh just at richard calderon's place calderon studios we just went outside we put up the green screen and shot all the coverage of every ghost sequenced now did you do that after all the all the principal photography was done then so you knew what you wanted or did you do yeah. that before yeah i did it after so i would tell these guys who they were reacting to it was in the you know it was in the script like so they were more reacting like okay so he's over here and here's his line that he's gonna say and i would just read the line for him or something on the set Nice. Yeah, it turned it turned out great. Yeah, whoever did that, whoever did that effect was it was it was awesome. Every time he popped up, it always looks fantastic. Yeah, it's Cabrera. Yeah, he's really good. I love this random and... dude in the woods with a surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm in the woods, but I have a surfboard. <laughs> it cracks me up. Wasn't, yeah. wasn't that one of the? Was that our sound guy? <laughs> this is our sound guy, Justin Arvabi. Yeah, for for uh, for the first, you know, we had a few sound guys, but he was there for the. 
the ah, bulk of it. Dick ripoff. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, we dark. should count that one for two. Oh god. Yeah. And the money shot, the blood. <laughs> That's so fucking insane. <laughs> it's disgusting, but I love it. <laughs> god, oh, yeah, there's so the rest good. of the cast. Yeah, there's oh. everybody else. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh. <laughs> So yeah, we just, there's our there's our first uh, big cat fifty cal there uh, his first appearance. Right now. <laughs> yeah, there he is. You know, weird conga line. <laughs> yep, there's Aaron yep. too, man. Director yep, cameo the... right there. Yep. Ah. <laughs> yep. Like how uh, Aaron, Aaron was cool about it. He he wore that sweater the the entire shoot. He was, <laughs> it was uh, we're one for all. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, I never knew when Paul might need me in the background too. So I was like, we need to fill a yeah, body back are. there. I'll run back. Yeah, I'm back there now. <laughs> I know earlier we're talking about some of those great lines like the swollen mud bomber, but I know Kevin has a line like come at some point is that one or two that I really like too. Uh, I'll try to remember when they, if I, I hear him to comment on those. Yeah, he's got some good ones. <laughs> And uh, when we were out there shooting uh, the um, the girls getting baptized scene, yeah, we got a report that there was a family of coyotes like circling the camp oh, in the woods. So we were like, <laughs> okay, let's get this done as quick as possible. Skank. Jared. Another Jack Looking dude. Like, dude like, did you guys just go like so Muscle Jack. Beach and just get guys? For this <laughs> yep. Like Kevin, are these guys those, you all are... work out with or something? Like these your? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th those are my weights. I brought them because uh, I was like, all right, we, we all need to be jacked up on this set. So let's, uh... <laughs> yeah, that looks like he should be like a professional like... wrestler. Yeah, he's he's Absolutely. such a nice guy. He's super sweet, uh, but he can play, you know, intimidating, obviously, but uh, he's a nice guy. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it's really, it's it's a really funny thing, even seeing like that, that scene alone kind of shows you the continuation of our, uh, the, the streak of how me and Aaron actually met, because I did the movie 300 with Jared, and then me and him met on that set, because, you know, just being, you know, shirtless, shirtless jack dudes, and then about a month later, <laughs> Hold on, I, met... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I gotta cut you out, keep... How did I not? You were in like the the three hundred movie with like I was in Gerard, the sequel, Jared Butler uh, 300, 300 Rise of an Empire. Okay, How, I didn't even know that about you. Damn it! Yeah, <laughs> what it, was, the hell? It, was, it was the first. Yeah, it was the first big movie that I was in. So me, so I ran into Jared at it actually at the audition, as a matter of fact. And then about a month later, we were on the same set again of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We were playing bodybuilders on it, and Marv was on that set as well. And then Jared's like, oh, this is my roommate, Marv. Those two moved together to L.A. from Indiana and were roommates. So he introduced me to Marv. Me and Marv got along great. Marv had just worked with Charles Chutabala in another film. And then Marv introduced me to Charles. Charles introduced me to Aaron. And, yeah, it's uh, so as you see, it's, it's like, wow, watch, watching this, it's like, ah, this is how uh, it all, all the things got connected. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't know you were in the 300 I... sequel. That's really cool. I, I, quick question though: Are you 
visible in it? Like, is, I mean, can we actually see? I mean, you, you could see me. You wouldn't know it was me. I could, okay. you know, I knew it was me. But okay. <laughs> that's yeah, that's most important. That's yeah. right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. I got, I got a wicked <laughs> screenshot, and you know, I got to work yeah. with Zack Snyder. That was Zack Snyder, is a super cool guy. I, uh, uh, oh, yeah, cool. definitely became a much bigger fan of him. Oh, if you know Zack Snyder, aren't they replacing Henry Cavill as Superman? You've already done Superman once. Of course, that, uh, you got that edge, right? Yeah, that's right. So, all right, so Great we'll get back there. to yeah. Great this is shot. where uh, where the sweater starts becoming kind of like um, why well, I start thinking late, especially later in the movie, but it kind of becomes very much like um, why uh, uh, compared to like Venom, Spider Man's black suit becomes almost a symbiote, a symbiotic uh, like alien relationship. It starts taking over charles's body he was like he... yep <laughs> i don't know if that's if that's what you thought but that's what i yeah, thought that's that. ex like, hey, exactly it yeah venom <laughs> yeah totally thought of venom yeah <laughs> this is this is probably one of my favorite gags in the movie uh marv looking out it's all serene and then hunter jerks off on his <laughs> daughter with the bottle of water <laughs> <laughs> and then he's then you find out he's just mad that he's he he wasted the water and they need to charge him for that he's not mad that he did that to his daughter and now we get the first shot of this weird like <laughs> godfather mobster bookie guy in the back which i don't understand at all but it cracks me up <laughs> yeah, so this is a uh, yeah that, richard richard Calderon. it's richard yep so yeah the idea is that this is a really sleazy underbelly of this bible camp okay. and they're shaking people out of money they got some creep back there with Uzis and <laughs> yeah. all sorts of weird shit ready to take care of business. If anybody doesn't pay for their water. And now we uh, are introduced to our, the groundskeeper. Um, is it Edward? Ed? I forget his name. Uh, Ernie. Ernie. knew someone with an E. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's Jody Barton. Really great actor. He, he had a real fun time with this. Oh, there's, there's, there's Caliber again. Yeah. <laughs> Sean and Sean. The Sean's, yeah, yeah, with my little Santa hat. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> yeah. love how it's a strategically placed Santa hat too. <laughs> I I did a I did a weird gig for like Hustler Hollywood way back in the day, and and that was one. It was for like their Christmas thing. It was one of the things that they had given me, and I had it, and I and I showed it to Aaron. I was like, "What do you think?" He's like, "Oh, of course." <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Wait, of course, hundred yeah. percent. Of course, we're gonna use that. Yeah. Why wouldn't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to be careful around me because if you say like, "Hey, you know, it'd be funny if I did this," I'm like, "Well, that's in the movie now." Just and because you have to wear, you wear pants, this, Kevin. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't make you wear it without the pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now here's yeah, the I band. Did strategically, uh, it was silly, but I, I, I kept unzipping my deep V deeper and deeper. As the film went on. I was yeah. Like, How far are we into this movie? What page yeah. are we on? <laughs> nice. That's funny. Yep. Uh, we got a quick glimpse of this like death metal band on Ernie's computer, which I definitely want to talk about later because as they come, they'll come back more. But I do want to talk about the band in a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the sprinkler heads. They rock. Yeah. Yeah. He's right. got this giant H holy water. <laughs> yep. Now, is there Shit's some kind of uh, is there some kind of like Easter egg or like the the 
formulas written on his chalkboard. Did they actually mean anything, or they was just something? Let's just put some random stuff up there. Yeah, Richard. Richard put that up there. I'm sure it's the formula for something, like something. Some equation. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Some equation he found. <laughs> equation for make holy water. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> it was also revealed that the Shans are on their honeymoon at Camp Mandan. Yeah. Because, of course, that's where, that's where you would go. Yep. On Christmas. Christmas honeymoon exactly at Camp Mandan. <laughs> and that Kevin is, you know, quite disgusted at the female anatomy, and he's trying to get some help. Yeah. Some guidance. You know, I am all for having kids. I just don't, don't like the method that you have to go and do it. I just wish that's that you right. could get pregnant with a nice soft kiss. Yeah. That's exactly right. So here we got So this is uh, the, our lead band singer here. So this is actually Roman Kovalik. He's our composer. Uh, this is Roy Lavari, and that is Scott Shelko. So these are all real musicians, but they are all pretending to play this song. Okay. Now, I, so that's why I was going to ask if these guys were like a legit band or how they... they yeah. They are legit musicians. So that's why it looks so good. And Scott, in particular, playing the drums, uh, I could cut to him literally at any time, and he was always on beat. Like, he was, like, amazing. He learned that song in, like, two minutes and, like, Yeah, because I just... I was I was, like I was watching like these guys have to be some real band from because like they they it looks legit like I'm like these guys are really yeah. this is like their thing this is them singing their band their yeah and so Roman uh, our our lead singer here who's you know pretending to lead sing he actually played bass in this band uh, I think for a couple gigs their name is Omicida. Uh I may be saying that wrong maybe Omachita <laughs> they're a foreign band. But uh, their music's awesome, and uh, he was like, oh, I told him I was looking for for metal music, and he hooked, hooked us up. It's good. Like, I, I got to say, it's actually pretty decent. Like, I, it kind of gets, gets me pumped, I got to say. I, just, I like it. I like the music. Yeah, I'm a big fan of uh, heavy metal horror movies, so I, I love putting that in there, having this metal band as this weird Greek chorus or whatever, like kind of going through the movie. Oh, my God. Did they car yeah, you. I that's like I gotta say the first I'd ever think of like any kind of semblance of a Greek chorus in a horror movie before. But you're right, they they do kind of fill that role oddly enough. That's didn't think about that. And Marv had a good time on this one, doing this little speech. I remember Kevin when uh, we were all when we were, everybody was making their sweaters. I remember you rolled in and you were like, "I like this one," <laughs> and you were like, "It was like the <laughs> nicest sweater in the room." And we were like, "Oh, do you want to like put any crap on it?" And you're like, "No, nah, I like it like this." And I it looks all good. I was just gonna say, Kevin is like the most like not like the nicest non ugly ugly sweater party of the entire <laughs> yeah. entire movie. One, one, one review even pointed that out. They were like, I really want his sweater, though. His sweater was nice. Like, yeah, like that was yeah, a good sweater. I remember yeah. that, yeah. They're, they're like, I remember having one just like that in, like, the late 70s or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the deep V collared sweater. <laughs> yeah. Crazy that I got all those sweaters for, like, 10 bucks or something. I mean, like, they look, they're so varied. Is it, though? 
I mean, ten bucks for those ugly stories. I mean, you might have gotten ripped off. Uh, man. I mean, you might. I, mean, I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> this scene, the wardrobe for the whole movie. So... <laughs> that just dancing scene. They, they, they taught us this dance. Charles, <laughs> Charles did the dance, and they taught us. And if they would have sat in the wide for more than four seconds. None of us were on. It was so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was tricky to edit. We'll put it that way. But yeah, it came the, together. the beauty of editing though is so good. Yeah, we were at Love yeah, Lara here. taught the dance and then Charles helped bring it to life. <laughs> I'm, you can tell I'm just off timing, even in that little <laughs> wide So much fun, the Mandix Mambo. The Mandix Mambo, yeah, it's another another original song for our movie. And then I love this like saga of Brad Potts, like <laughs> oh, this, like going to like Odyssey, Mordor to like destroy yeah. the ring, like. <laughs> <laughs> literally dragging himself across the ground, <laughs> yeah. dirt all bloody. <laughs> And here comes Charles. I love that aerial, uh, that aerial shot with the turn. That was so good. Yeah, that was, that was just Jason Ortiz just yeah. messing around with the drone. Yep. Yeah, he did great stuff. Kevin ditches his brand new bride and takes off. <laughs> yeah, I love you push her aside. <laughs> Take her, not me. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, too, because a lot of this stuff was all shot on like different days <laughs> it's like i just stitch all this together and make sure it like keep it all in my head and on the day to shoot it all and it all came together really well like you would never really know what was this like was that red flag there for like what's the is that supposed to mean something in this movie or is that just there for to mark something and the actual location like yeah bit. it was uh I, we just put it there so that you knew that this is the same he was like on like almost like a time loop uh we knew we had the rock and the log there but it's just like a property marker that we thought would be on the property but we put it there so that hannah could turn it into an arrow later okay <laughs> let's not throw the pine let me throw this rock instead. <laughs> It's only like four feet away at that, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, I'm right here. Let me throw a rocket. <laughs> yeah, these two together are pretty, pretty hilarious. I love, Laura Jean and uh, Hunter, yeah, they, they've definitely done a lot of work together. I actually just worked on uh, Hunter just directed a movie that starred Laura, and I got I played a day on that. They did always great chemistry with those two. Yeah. Yeah, they're great. All right, so now Ernie is going into his crazed uh, construction of he's gonna he's constructing some kind of super weapon or, or something. That's I guess right. I don't think we really know <laughs> yeah. yet at this point, but and so this is actually underneath like the main huge cabin on the property, and so um, a little bit of set dressing, but a lot of this looked this way. How, when you're filming these type of like locations, like it's so small. Like how are like it's gotta be tight to get. I mean, I don't see obviously you're not we're not gonna see like any kind of lighting rigs down there or like big cameras, but like it's gotta be a challenge to film in such a tight location. 
yeah yeah it was definitely you know it was a challenge and it was also kind of like um like you can see behind hunter there you still see a little daylight yes. coming through there yeah. but it's a little muted right and like where this is in time i was kind of freaking out because i was like is it day right now wait i think it's turning into night and it's like it works fine because like everything is so dark and there's just a little bit of light back there um but it's actually like the afternoon back there but we colored it so it was not quite so orangey so it feels like it's nighttime so um yeah but this was really tight we were all we didn't have a huge crew i mean we had like like not a lot of people so it was just uh everybody huddled together you know try not to make any noise basically <laughs> and i like that uh, she's making uh yardsticks into arrows which is dumb and then it doesn't work later because yeah. you can't shoot a yardstick yeah. as an arrow. <laughs> I do. I, I guess I do love the fact that you comment on that later. But when, the, when you first watch it, I'm thinking she's, they're not arrows. I'm thinking, oh, she's just making like stakes for like a vampire. Yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah, but when you see it as an arrow, it's like, yeah, no shit, that's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny too because she is so like, she's the smart one clearly of the two <laughs> and rather yeah. condescending as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Hunter had this, like, he found this, like, we found this weird white hat and we're like, okay, you're just going to wear that the whole movie. <laughs> and then he had this weird, weird pouch around his waist. That looks almost like he would like slide his dick through. It's like this weird, like tube <laughs> or something. I don't even know what it is, but we're like, Okay, that's for you for the whole movie. I mean, yeah, so there's he, lots of stuff like that. He has, yeah, his look is very almost like early '90s rave or something like that. Like the glow, yeah. he's got the glow sticks yeah. around his neck and like, yeah, like slight, yeah, it just uh, that suburban suburban kid who's like hip hop influenced, yeah. but like doesn't know yeah. how to just, do it. But isn't quite right. there yet. He's trying, but not quite there. Yeah, he's trying too hard. He he, yeah, he 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 might be missing like a big gold chain. Or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that both uh, uh, Jody and Cliff, our two main characters, hear that they're going to a party, and so Cliff dresses like he's going to like like a formal party. Yes, and then Jody dresses like he's going to a rave, and they're both wrong. It's like yeah. ugly <laughs> <party>. <laughs> they're both dressed wrong for it. Yeah, we skimmed right over that earlier, but it was pretty funny when we was like ugly sweater parties like he didn't say so he's like well i didn't read the whole text <laughs> like what even is that <laughs> this was fun we had everybody doing the limbo late at night <laughs> i just like the lighting effects on the the window when they're looking in you just can't see the red light moving around there like it just that's a really cool looking visual effect i like it it's probably very simple it just looks nice though yeah, yeah, definitely very festive and creepy. I like uh, that Laura's jacket sparkles because it catches the light a lot. Oh, yeah, and right always there, yeah, like right there in the corner. Gives yeah. a little that that Christmas kind of like twinkle every now and then. Father Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> and then at some point i'm not uh, I, I'll try, I don't know when she shows up in the movie i was kind of confused by that when i was watching the first because i think i looked away and the characters showed up i was like where'd she come from 
But uh, so we have we have Father Bottom, who's like the pastor priest in there, and then we have somewhere she comes up, Sister Nips. Uh, yes, <laughs> played by Jenny Nagel, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's uh, yeah. That's the uh, she's from the rival camp. Oh, that's camp the rival Sa- camp. Yes. Thank you. Camp Sacamalfa. Yes. <laughs> Why just name it Camp Teabagger or something? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I forgot the rival camp that shows up. And this is where we really showered every day too. This is where <laughs> this is where we yep. showered. Yep. Yeah, that looks like a camp shower. So I'm usually like, oh, yeah, I can't. This is probably my favorite shot. Ah, there's oh. Dick number one. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you, should we talk Count about the it. fake dick? I, I'm assuming that's a fake dick. Um, <laughs> You'll have to talk to Charles. I I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> I almost spit my water out on that one. Oh, dude. So so Matt Holbrook, he's got his face in this disgusting. I mean, this is like standing water that's been out there for like a thousand years, like in the middle of the woods. <laughs> and he put his face in there, and I felt so bad for him. He was total sport. At one point, uh, we were going to make this, there's a bigger lake on the premises. And we were have, like, Hunter was going to be dipping into that lake to get the laser gun. And it was just too dangerous. It was just, the lake looked disgusting. It was, like, green. Oh. And Hunter, we had, like, a, we had, like, a little argument about it. He was like, I'm going in that lake. I want to go in that lake. And I was like, dude, you're going to get, like, parasites. I was like, I need you to be alive after the, that shot. So, I might, I mean, there might be the pickup shoot, shots. Yeah. I need you for pickup yeah. shots. After the shoot, he was like, thank you. Thank you for stopping me from going in that lake. That would have been a mistake. <laughs> This was one of the f- most fun days to shoot. So Kevin was here too, helping out on the day. And we all had a blast shooting this with the Felissa Charles makeout session. <laughs> I was just watching on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a pretty, inter- it's a pretty funny scene. I will say that. And Charles does a great, yeah, he's, he sells it, man. It's hilarious. I like that he licks his finger and touches his sweater. Yeah. It's not his number. It's not the same thing. It's not his And this is, I got, I'm going to ask about the effect that's about to happen when, how you did it or what it was involved in it. So he's trying to take his sweater off and it's like, he finds it's like, he can't, it's like become part of him. Now he can't take it off. But he keeps trying, and here we eventually, uh, right there, he rips it off, and like it's ripping his skin off with him. Yeah. So what, like, so what was what was on there? What 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 did you do to make yeah. that effect? So Richard Calderon applied all the prosthetics, blisters, and nastiness, and then he had this whole bucket of slime. He kind of slimed it up with, and like it just kind of congealed. We let it congeal to the fabric for a while before he pulled it up. Oh. So it really kind of stuck to him. <laughs> yeah. And now his face is all demonic and half burnt looking. And I love this. That's a great, like the sweater a hood comes up over him. He's got his sweater tentacles coming out of his back. It, it's really cool. And again, this is definitely where I really, th- really thought that whole venom thing, like a venom 
mesh, like yeah. carnage slash doc octopus thing with these tent sweater tentacles coming out of his back. And the sweaters just really become his own entity at this point. Um, and that I love that shot. Absolutely. It's so much fun and so cool looking to see that hood come up over his head and those things wrap around and shoot into uh, uh, Felicia Rose like that. Yeah, yeah, that was. I'm really happy with that. You know, this whole movie like kind of feels like. Uh, oh yeah, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are all going to like put your heads together and how to solve this thing. And it goes wrong immediately. (laughs) Such a stupid line. Yeah. Yeah. I love our, our yeah. Cook gets it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so Hannah shoots the witch shoots her yardstick arrow. <laughs> no surprise it doesn't shoot right. She shoots the wrong guy. It was effective though, that's for sure. Pale yeah, it definitely Yeah. It hit one person well. And so yeah, this is our uh Camp Sacamouth competition. Yeah, so that, the I was going to ask about this. This is where I started getting confused at points. So like the whole like <laughs> we were at night. That now he's back at the rock with the there's the volleyball scene. Um, <laughs> yeah, is our top gun. I love volleyball. I love how he yeah. ignores his wife's high five and high <laughs> yeah. fives the guy. But yeah, I didn't understand why we were selling like back into stuff like where nothing happened. Like ever. Where it seemed like nothing had happened, everybody else is fine except for these two characters who seem. Yeah, to know. Hannah, Hannah, we we kind of like you know make that work by Hannah saying that uh, Declan Rains is able to like erase everybody's memory for a little bit and and push time forward <laughs> to cover his tracks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, so that's why that's happening. He's okay. uh, he's pushing time forward right when they're about to like kind of beat him. He kind of rushes time forward and fogs everybody's memory. Okay. So, Sack of mouth. <laughs> Gregory Blair, he's also in 16 bits with us. Yeah, Gregory Blair's amazing. Which one is that? Is that the, uh, the guy in the headband the or is that the other, ja- yeah. okay, the other jet headband. guy? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's so good. He always comes in so committed. And what, and you never know what he's going to sound like until he starts talking because he, he doesn't <laughs> yeah. sound like that. And it, even in 16 bits, he did like a German accent or something. Yeah. It was like yeah. pretty hilarious. He's always, he's and so good, so animated. Now we get the visual like the two camp, head camp guys just basically fondling their two muscle bound. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and that, that all know. organically <laughs> happened on set. It wasn't, I mean, yeah. it wasn't like that. And you just see them one up at each other. And Aaron just. No, he never said cut, so it just kept going. <laughs> <laughs> and so this military vehicle was on the premises. Really? Yes. Huh. And so uh, Richard, you know, our location manager, you know, he was like, I have permission. We can use this vehicle. So he taught Jody Barton how to drive it. And, uh, you know, we, we, we I basically did a rewrite to get it in the in the shoot i wasn't sure if we were going to get it or not or if we were going to get around to shooting it because it was real real tight schedule but i'm glad we got it in there yeah i was definitely going to ask where you got your hands on the military truck from (laughs) 
Yeah, I was just at the camp. <laughs> just there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually I enjoy the band shots, man. They they really sell it. Like, all right, yeah, so they here, had a really now, good she, now she's yeah. Here's where she's making the arrow out of that uh, flag stake thing we saw earlier. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of Paul's favorite shots for the lighting. Uh, just the way it looks so like serene on uh, Charles there. <laughs> it's almost like a Terrence Malick. Kind of a shot. <laughs> Saw him is great right there. Both of them, a Declan and Charles, are making hilarious face. Yeah. Brad is coming back. So where'd you get that statue, the, the bust of the devil from? Yeah, Richard had that too. He had that. Like he has like he has like just like so many props from all the movies he's done. And you know, he pulled that thing out and was like, Yes, let's let's yeah, have that I, be like almost like Pazuzu. Yeah. <laughs> like the, it's a great the statue. Prop, man. That that bus is really cool. So Brad's up and walking now. He's not crawling along the road anymore. He's up and moving. Yep. That's right. And this is Emily Dom, and she's also in 16 Bits. And uh, she's really funny in both movies. She's got an improv background, so she came up with a lot of fun stuff. So what should you make? Yeah, I somebody see- else that's just going. You know, every time she's screen, she just gives it, just, she, she dials it up to 11. What did you get? Who made that crossbow? I mean, what's it? Because it's a, definitely a unique looking uh that was that also Richards. Looking. Yeah, he had it from uh, another show. He made it for that, and uh, I think originally maybe it was going to be like a bow and arrow or something. And he showed me that. I'm like, all right, now a crossbow, great. You know, the whole shoot was like that. It was just always evolving to to what we found, to what we had around, to what people could bring to it. I think that's kind of like how a lot of the independent movies. Or may I mean you, just, you kind of use what you have available and what you can, what others can bring to help uh, just get stuff done and on cost prohibitive, you know, make it cost efficient. Yeah, yeah, you can't be too, you can't be like stubborn and be like, oh, it has to be one way. Not on a lower budget movie, you have to be. It, and you know, it's all, it, it usually makes it better when you include stuff that you didn't think of on the day. So, what was your final budget for when, when it's all said and done? I think the final budget, it was like maybe like 20 grand, something like that. And here we go. Ernie shows up wearing a freaking plaid yes. robe with this giant, like, sci fi laser plasma rifle. <laughs> this the fuck yeah. this song is so perfect for this scene. It, yeah. just, it just keeps coming. And I mean, this gun looks like something you'd so see in, like, Halo or Gears of War <laughs> Doom or something like that. I mean, it's crazy. He's just shooting everybody with these laser. Oh, here comes! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Time out. That Kevin, I love how you. Th- I love how you throw that volleyball like it's like really gonna do something. You yeah. throw, you oh, hurl totally. it like yeah, a Greek god throwing a lightning bolt. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I guess I, we t- I, I took we it must have that line I came out I was talking about was uh, we passed it for a long time ago, but it was uh, the line about 
God gave me an Audi to put in her innie or something like that. I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that one made right. me chuckle too. <laughs> yeah, it's just a pure massacre. There's the volleyball here. throw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin goes bye bye. Yep. I guess she just stays. Go Boom! There goes the head. Royal, royal <laughs> yeah, this is where the movie gets like fucking nuts. Like it's already crazy at this point. But this is where like the first time I watched, I was like, "What the hell is going on? This is insane." We murder like everybody. That's three a great of the cast. Yeah, great head explosion right there. I like how he's wearing eye black too. Like he <laughs> So all these special effects with like the, the gun blasts and the heads and I also done a post, but um so what's it like from a direct spot, what's what's all involved in actually getting those effects onto the screen? That's something I never hear you know, really everybody talk about or how they actually are yeah, put on so, the film. So I basically made sure for a lot of the effect shots the camera is is actually locked down on a tripod so our effects guy doesn't have to track a moving image and so sometimes when you see the image moving that's done in post it's actually on sticks so it's actually steady and then we give it a slight movement so you can't tell that it's like static static for a lot of it uh there are moving shots where he's able to track and do stuff like that too we try and put uh green stickers green markers on things uh so that he can track and he can he can uh find where the laser will hit um so that helps as well and um yeah you know just basically trying to make it not too crazy for him in post and knowing how it's going to cut together because i edited it too so i knew how it was going to cut together so everything we only we only we only got what we needed and you got this weird ass guy trying to hide like the skinniest pole in the world. Garrett, <laughs> yeah. He sings the uh one of the songs in the movie too. Guess what? It's Christmas time. <laughs> but yeah, that yeah, master scene is just a couple so... times there, right? Doesn't it go one yeah. one time faster, one time slower? Is that right? Yep, that's right. It's such that's... a good song. That that one was the one that was used in the trailer as well. Yes, it really that's... captures the essence of it so well. That's that's right. Yeah, he was a gamer. It was funny because during these scenes is where we're having one, we're setting up for one kill, like say me getting shot. Like, of course, I know where I'm going, but you want movement in it. So we're just having these people just run laps around the camp, basically. <laughs> and the, and the, everybody was really good sports about it. Yeah, there was, uh, everybody was fully committed, which uh, you gotta, you gotta be committed to be able to put this all together. Totally. But now, then, Aaron, was uh, originally was for him to have a laser cannon like that? <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So originally it was going to be an AK-47, which in the script <laughs> stage, I looked at it and went, this is too dark. Like if he shows up with like an assault rifle and just kills everybody, it's not going to be a good time. Just especially with the climate, there was like all these school shootings going on. And no, stuff. I, I agree that that's like, a that was a good decision to yeah. change it. I so I was like, let's make him make a laser dark. gun. <laughs> yeah, but like, no, it's perfect because it's so again, this movie's so out there. That it's like what that what more? What's the next step? Can we take it to, uh, to make it more out there? Well, let's have a guy with a fucking laser cannon. Like exactly, that, just, it, it was perfect. <laughs> I think anything else w wouldn't have worked. I, I agree. I don't think it would have worked, but um. We just had the shot. We were um, uh, where the band like suddenly sprouts like 
lawn sprinklers out of the top of their head and starts gushing blood out of them, which again is another shot. I was like, what the fuck? What is happening? But it's so crazy that it works. Like, where did that idea come from? How does that tie into everything in your head? I don't know how I thought of the name, the sprinkler heads, but uh, yeah, I just thought it would be amazing if there was a band playing with blood spraying out of their heads. And uh, I it, honestly, I would have liked for it to be spraying out of their heads the whole time they were playing, but it just, it wasn't possible. <laughs> it would have just been like, it would be impossible to do. So we got, we got the one in there. That shot of Charles licking Lick. the blood off the shovel is so yeah. just so good. So much. <laughs> and now there's Schwer's even taking over more. Sweater face. Sweater face, yeah. Sweater face. And De- the ghost of Deccan goes into the sweater now. Like his, his, his goal <laughs> is accomplished. And like the, the, this transformation, becomes... I forgot how gnarly it actually is. Like it's, it's yeah. so it looks so good. He's like Skeletor or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And these sweater, ugly sweater tendrils come out and wrap up everybody. And it's it's an ama- it's just a crazy visual that guys, if you haven't wa- if you're not watching it yet or you're gonna watch it, you watch this scene. It's so insane. And now he's like spitting up like acid on people. And there's so much fucking shit going on. Like, like I said, this is like when two years ago when it came out. Like I watched it. Like we thought about doing it, like a regular episode on it. But there was like at the time, I was, like there's so much shit happening. Like I don't know if I can accurately do this thing justice and try to explain what's happening. So like when Kevin was on last time when we did Varsity Blood and we talked about like doing a watch song. This like that's perfect. That's how we could do this as a watch long because. Trying to explain this in one of our normal episodes, it was just, it's so over the top. And I love how the, uh, Hunter misreads the kiss. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, every other cliche film would have had him had him kissed right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But in the in the good nature of this film of always going against the grain. <laughs> so what That's were those right. tentacles made out of? Like, what you how how do you make those things and, and give them to? Obviously, I guess they're on strings that you don't see off. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So talk about the tentacles. Yeah. So Richard made them. They're probably there's some sort of a hose, probably maybe from like a like you know from industrial hoses for for some sort of uh, piping or something like that. And then what's wrapped around them, the boils on them are the bubble wrap that you get on packages. Okay. So that's so that's wrapped in there, and then he he painted those, and then he put pieces of the sweater and fabric and strands sticking out of them too. So they have like that kind of texture so it feels like they're from the sweater very cool again a great way and to charles does with, uh, yeah with like, charles does a really good job as sweater face too he kind of went to another level was that so he, it was him in the it you didn't change yeah. it. it was it was still him in there it was still him in there yeah yeah so this was that this is that scene so hunter was going to go into a lake here not into like this little so we made it into a joke that he gets naked to go into the foot of water yeah uh, <laughs> Just want to ruin his shit. Yeah, we say yeah. This outfit's expensive, yo. And I love the fact that yeah, we see she has the vision of the one guy shitting in there, and she's like, "No, it's fine. Go ahead, no, totally clean water. Head on in." But he strips onto like his like little man G string or like you know, yeah. which is like halfway up his ass. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yep. Hunter's trying to make sure to like stick his gut out. It's like I love it. Oh, yeah, now he's going to baptize them. This, this in was blood, in the blood that leaks out from so the tentacles. <laughs> yep. 
was it his idea to have the uh, wedgie, the half wedgie up his ass? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> as well, he was all in. He was all in. <laughs> so nasty. That water is so gross. I love this game with Marv. Like every like, the two twins are, like drinking the blood coming out of the tentacle, and like he gets them off. He's trying to gulp it down, and it's just like nothing there. And he looks so disappointed that he can't get his like little money shot. <laughs> And now the twins are like zombie demon, or I guess more demon-esque. It's not really zombies in this movie, but yeah, more demon girls. <laughs> and they attack Marv. <laughs> I love, yeah, I love his Marv's death dream right here. Yeah. This is hilarious. Yeah. He's dying. His two dars like basically eating him alive. <laughs> and his, his last thoughts, if you're not watching, instead of like, his, you know, some happy memory of his dars. No, he's imagined himself naked in the shower with the big buff bongo drummer we saw earlier. His, his buddy. That was his true peace. That's his heaven. That's and you get a little, <laughs> little semblance of that before he dies. Oh, snap. He broke the fourth wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Look there. Hunter's such an asshole in this scene to, <laughs> to Hannah. Keeps saying fuck you to her and stuff. He's all mean to her. <laughs> was that because she was mean to him for the whole movie or is that because she turned him down a couple minutes ago? <laughs> Pro- yeah, probably probably turned him down. By the turn down, I was, yeah, I'm thinking it's because he turned her down. He got shot down for that kiss. <laughs> Did um, your prop guy also make that gun too? Yes. Yeah, he made the laser cannon as well. Yeah, he was a jack of all trades. Impressive. I mean, again, it's a pretty solid looking laser cannon. <laughs> I don't know what to call it, a laser <laughs> cannon. But, I mean, it, it looks good. Yeah, I really like it. It's it, uh, it's fun. Just it all fit. It all fits the vibe, you know. Yeah, it was fun. We this did fun a duties. we did interviews for the Blu-ray, and we did it at my at my place. And Richard brought the gun over, so we all got to <laughs> we all got to play with the cannon. Does it really it's light so, up, or is that is that stuff added in post? It lights up, but there's all it gets accented in post. Okay, but uh, it does light up. Yeah. So now the demon spawn. Girls are teleporting powers too, by the way. For you know, <laughs> yeah, so yeah teleport all of a yeah. sudden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If this is a role playing game, it'd be very confusing about what your powers are. They keep changing throughout the movie. <laughs> yeah, I love Hunter. Like, did I just tell? Yeah, this was fun. Yeah, so the the um, tentacles are on fishing lines. So Richard and his assistant are always puppeteering them. <laughs> Take my load, you demon skank! <laughs> Great yeah. one-liner to finish. That's again just. <laughs> is that yeah, your writing or is that improv on the set again? I, I am proud to say that was my writing on that line. 
Oh, I forgot about the herpes th- gag going on. We even talked about that one. <laughs> yeah. Again, it just the witch Hannah playing joke this fucking with uh, Hunter throughout the movie, thinking that uh, the twin that he had fooled around with at one point has herpes, so now he has herpes. It's, it becomes this ongoing thing at the last half of the movie. <laughs> it's kind of funny. <laughs> Nasty tentacle in her face. Sprayed smoke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Brad Potts is like dying uh, in the grass. He like has one final like impact, like telepathic moment with the witch, saying that his balls is his weak spot. <laughs> I like this combat role that yeah. Hunter does here. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of gross looking, but I like how like, the more you shoot the ball, you see uh, Charles' hand, like actual hand like coming through the s- sleeve again, like he's it's, it's reversing the demonic grip on him. But it's all slimy and gross. <laughs> yeah. It's so like what? What kind of was gel or goo was did you use to cover him in that? It was like KY jelly KY? or something. Yeah, it was like some KY all over him. Yeah. <laughs> Big old glob right there by his eyeball. <laughs> yeah. I like this. It's like Masters of the Universe kind yeah. of <laughs> shot. That like a Star Wars type thing. Yeah. It's very yeah, cool. yeah. His victory pose. Yeah, here's the herpes bit. Yeah, he's just got herpes. Yeah, there's that warlock the sparkle. <laughs> yeah, the warlock with tits. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole thing. Like he made a deal with her to help like she would uh magically remove his herpes <laughs> if he killed his friend <laughs> to save the day. <laughs> Every fight, of course, he doesn't even have herpes. <laughs> yeah, Hunter actually wore flip-flops this whole shoot, and he was cursing himself <laughs> that he kind of married to that to that decision because he was running in these flip-flops and because they were in the wides you could see him on his feet so yeah that's those a things bold, were falling apart that's a bold choice yeah i didn't realize he was yeah I, I never even noticed that yeah he should yeah the sneakers. he was like oh man no i'm gonna wear them to the end they like fell apart on the last day they like just disintegrated was that a swastika yeah, on yeah, his Aaron, stomach as he was running it's by funny how those, <laughs> it's funny how those things will hold on till the very end yeah, I don't, think, I don't know if I told you this, but uh, the very last moment of 16 bits that I shot wax, the boot completely came apart on me. Oh, really? And it was <laughs> like I could still probably fake it if we had to do some pickups or whenever we do some promos for it. But for the most part, yeah, the entire sole ripped off. Like that very last shot that we did, uh, that was it. So, so funny how uh, things things will hold on all the way to the end. That's so great. We just had yeah, basically the movie just it just ended and uh, the. It, we didn't really get a chance to talk about the any uh, so basically they noticed uh that so Ch- charles and hunter and Hannah they, they all live and they look down to see the sweaters gone 
and that the guy who was shot with the yardstick arrow, he's missing too. And we see that he now has the sweater like half on his head, kind of half on his body, running through woods <laughs> yeah. like it's mine now, bitch, or something like that. And like, <laughs> but when he, I, I didn't notice it before, and it happened real fast, but when he's running by, was that a swastika on his stomach? Or was that a pentagram? Uh, no, that's actually a pentagram. It that's is? a pentagram. Okay. I couldn't yeah. tell. It wasn't the pentagram. It wasn't the sweater one. So I wasn't sure if yeah. it was. Like, all right. It was like a special, like, weird pentagram prosthetic for his chest. It looks like it almost it was, like, burned in on him. Okay. But it's so fast. Yeah, you can yeah, only see so it. Yeah, it's so fast. I just, but I know we, since we opened with the pe- uh, a swastika, I didn't know if we were closing with a swastika, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so the, just yeah, the beginning. Be <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. M- the movie ends and we got the credits going right now. And, uh, so, uh, and then more of the, uh, great music, the soundtrack to this going on. Sorry, the song yeah. is so catchy. It really is. The, uh, uh, sweater, what is it? Elgie like Sweater Party song? Yeah, that's yeah. it. So. Yeah, I love this picture. Oh, so great! <laughs> Kevin's V is completely open in that picture now. There, there is no. It's just yeah, he's down. That, it's right. just completely yeah, open and gone. <laughs> yep. He asked me, "Is this going to be the end of the movie?" Okay, it's all the way open now. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It, 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 try to be strategic with it, you know. <laughs> and this was cool. So this like weird like uh, this is like macro photography that Paul did on Christmas lights and Christmas decorations. So you see in the background of the credits here. Yeah. Like, oh, weird, wow. yeah. So we did all these weird, like time-lapse stuff on all these like weird Christmas lights. <laughs> and so we threw that over the credits. It works. It's got cool. Yeah. I like it a lot. Ugly sweater. Well, yeah, it was a catchy song. <laughs> yeah. It was such a fun movie to make. It was such a fun movie to edit. Um, and just try and make sense of this madness that we created. And uh, I'm super proud of the movie. So it's I'm a glad fun that, ride. Uh, it's a fun, crazy, crazy ride that um, I will suggest that people watch at least once just to enjoy the craziness. How long did the, um, <laughs> fi- how long was the um, filming process? Like how long did you film out there on, you know, in the, on everywhere or for not everywhere, but how long in the camp, you- we were there for, we were there for 10 days in the camp. And then we shot like, interior pickups and the driving and stuff over the course of a couple of months just spotty days here and there so so 10 days came then but so over 10 like how many from day one filming to where you like how many months or how long did the whole project take then from start to finish it was like it, it was about like a year a year and a half something like that i think to to get it from shooting it to to, to finished yeah it was it was a lot yeah, it was funny. It felt like it was pretty quickly by the time from that first meeting and first everybody <laughs> talking about it. So I feel like we went to a table read pretty quickly and then started filming rather quickly because we did that intro, the very first scene um, that we meet the boys at. We did that one pretty quickly. And then and then having the main bulk of it all there at the camp, it felt like it came together pretty quickly, but then it was just those never-ending pickups and digitals and all that and then just all the effects and you see it in the final product this was it wasn't something that just you know it was a quick easy edit i mean you see every single scenario was there were so many different layers to it aaron really did uh put just so much so much different layering and work into it that even i can imagine only what even the sprinkler heads 
on this own was you know it's like you're making music <laughs> yeah. videos yeah. with him which speaking making of which, a narrative it's a buddy road trip comedy but then it's a big christmas party and then it's it's a camp comedy it's uh it's so many things that it's the the, the horror action all, all all rolled into one there's so many elements to it i like how the credits end with a uh still for the New Sprinklerhead album coming soon, Forced Irrigation, <laughs> 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 which looks like, I mean, it looks like a legit album cover. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> oh, Yeah, I was, I was happy to end on that for sure. Yeah, and, I, no. I didn't know if this is, I did not watch, I didn't want, I will say I didn't see this part the first few times I watched it, but that's a nice little surprise at the end. Um, yeah, we definitely leave it open for a sequel because the sweater is still out still there, out there. And, uh, you know, but uh, the cast is all game for it. Uh, maybe maybe it'll come together. Yeah, I mean, if you if, if it has, if, I mean, you, you've introduced some form of time looping and I won't say time travel, but so, yeah, I mean, you could somehow explain cast coming back to life somehow and re reliving it some way. But yeah, that'd be kind of cool to see a sequel. See, uh... Oh yeah. I think Kevin has a twin. I think, you know, I think his twin is going to be showing up. It's another Sean, another spelling of Sean. Sean. Show up. <laughs> there you go. And you got to get an even deeper V somehow if possible, I guess. I yeah, that's right. Uh, so, all right. I mean, that's the movie, guys, uh, for you listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you watched along with us. Or, you know, if you haven't, you at least watched the movie or you watched it and then come listen to the episode as well. Watch. It's been a lot of fun. Again, I want to say, Aaron, thank you so much for – it's been a lot of fun meeting you and having you do this. This is was a, just an honor and a privilege. So thank you for taking the time out to do this. I appreciate it. Um, oh, Kevin, thanks, man. Uh, it, was, it was a blast. I had a great time. Uh, Kevin, of course, you're you know, always glad to have you on. Always love having you. Um, being able to touch base with you and keep tabs of your career and, and have you hopefully get, get you guys back on again in the future. It's, um, maybe for a regular episode, uh, Kevin, I know you did that back in October and we had a blast with you then. And actually we had a lot of people like feedback from that episode saying how much they loved your, um, basically hearing, hearing you on it and, and having your, your insider takes on the movies and, and coming out from a different perspective than what we normally do. So you get a lot, you had a lot of, uh, good feedback on that on your varsity blood episode so just yeah that was fun yeah i like i like talking about it yeah i think aaron would be a perfect perfect candidate because he's again these the types of movies that you show or or talk about i guess on this show we uh are right up aaron's alley it really is he he even introduced me to so many of the movies that and just his influences uh, as you can see in um in ugly sweater party his influences are definitely some things that are right here on on par with uh with what you regularly oh 100 percent, 100 percent. um yeah and we, like i said we have um but before i end the recording for uh, if there's anything else i know we touched on it briefly we've talked about before but uh 16-bit uh actually becoming some coming down the pipe hopefully sooner rather than later but other than that is there anything else other projects you guys have coming out that you guys want to plug or that we should know about and keep we should try to um, keep an eye out for uh aaron if you want to go, uh start go ahead or say anything let's yeah, go first sure so uh first for ugly sweater party if you want to watch it it's available now on amazon prime if you have prime uh it's free to stream otherwise you can rent it there and then uh i self-distributed the movie so uh i created the blu-ray for it and so uh, that's on my website. Uh, it's a Shopify site for Ocular Migraine Productions, and the Blu-ray has 
about an hour long making of and commentary with myself and Hunter and Charles and uh, Kevin's on the making of uh, giving some awesome insights. And uh, it's, it's a solid Blu-ray. So if you like the movie, it's a, uh, it's, it's a, it's a good one to put in your collection for, especially for Christmas time. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I'm working on post-production on 16 bits, which is uh, I, I think you're going to dig that a lot. Uh, it's really good. Uh, I'm, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's it's a little slicker than Ugly Sweater Party. It's a little more polished than Ugly Sweater Party, but it's just as crazy <laughs> as Ugly Sweater Party. Um, and then I have a few other projects going on right now that I I, I can't talk about. So I will I will dot 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 on that. Fair Go enough. ahead, Kevin. I, we, I totally get it. <laughs> um, Kevin, anything else? I mean, besides sixteen bit and um, any other thing you got going on? Uh, well, 16 bits is the one that I, I can't wait to uh, just show everybody. We released as many of the promos as we could. We tried to make people as familiar with Wax Waster as they could. So if anybody out there wants to give 16 bits a follow on Facebook, on Instagram, and uh, some of the other ones, it is going by the name of Wax Waster because uh, uh, it's my character. So please give uh, give that a follow. Give me a follow on all the pages as well, all the sites. And um you know, uh, also on Amazon Prime is a series that I did, my action comedy series, Job Guys. It was a whole lot of fun. Uh, it's it's a twelve episode series, but they're they're short episodes, so it plays more like a, like more like what a movie would. So it's easily bingeable. You can also check me out on uh, Future Man on Hulu. I play Blaze. I'm a little part of all three seasons, Fuck, but yeah. real fun, over the top show. It's so, so much fun. It action is comedy sci fi. Future Man is, is awesome. Uh, I gotta say, I haven't been able to watch season three yet because I have a four-year-old who follows me everywhere, so I can't really watch that ah. anymore. <laughs> but I I love the first two seasons, and Bla- your character Blaze always gives me a chuckle. I love Blaze. Uh, and again, I, I, I couldn't help but think of Blaze during the volleyball scene because I think the first time <laughs> you meet Blaze in Future totally. Man, you're playing volleyball, I think. <laughs> so you have your uh, just another Blaze moment. Um, yeah, yeah, I think check Blaze, Blaze, Blaze is one that'll that'll follow me quite a bit. I actually one of the things I modeled Wax Waster after he was a little bit of Blaze and a little bit of Wolf from from Future Man. So it's like if those two, good, which we know good. we know that those two had a thing, right? Yeah. Like it, yeah. <laughs> so if those two, whenever they have their love child, it becomes Wax Waster. That's so an insane uh, love child because go. those characters. If you haven't seen the show, you're in for a treat. If you have seen it, you know what we're talking about because goddamn, it's nuts. Um, all right, but again, I was, uh, we'll wrap it up here, guys. Moon Goons, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed, uh, Kevin, Aaron. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, so till next time, guys, you know what to do. Watch more horror movies and remember to always keep it tight.